Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 33, year two. Well, it's Sunday night and I am winding down what was a five-day weekend. And I'm pretty confident that tomorrow I will be going to school. No snow days or ice days or wind chill days tomorrow, especially because of how warm it was today. But more on that in the podcast that I will record for today, although that probably won't be till tomorrow from my classroom because it's a little late and I'm only getting to yesterday's podcast today. Well, regardless of whatever day it is, wherever you are, dear listener, I'm grateful that you're here as I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God yesterday, Saturday, during my day. So yesterday, Saturday, was yet another day in which I worked at the winery. Now, I've mentioned the winery numerous times on this podcast. In fact, I mentioned it just on Wednesday's edition, just a few days ago, because we had a little moment of church at the winery, prayer and the divine office, a nice little community of six of us right there at the wine bar. Well, yesterday's example of the experience of God's presence at the winery was very different because I was by myself, yet I still felt connected. Now, it was 12 o'clock noontime that I opened. I don't usually open at noontime. Usually I come in at four. My boss, Jennifer, is usually there at noon, and, and I just come on to help into the evening and then usually close up. Well, yesterday she was busy, so I came in and opened. And for the first two, two and a half hours, I was all by myself. Now, when I'm by myself at the winery, it gives me the opportunity to oftentimes, especially on Saturdays at noontime-ish, I get to watch English Premier League soccer. Now, sometimes the soccer is on the um, NBC Sports Network, which I don't have. Other times, like yesterday, it is on NBC proper, which I do have via antenna at home. But yesterday, I was watching it there at the winery, and it was really quite something. The game was not a game between two of the top sides. These two teams are somewhere down the table, in fact, quite near the bottom of the table. So when I mention their names, you're probably not going to recognize them if you are a casual English Premier League fan or not a fan at all. The two cities were Cardiff City and Bournemouth. Now, it was a home game. Cardiff City is in Wales, which is one of the um, areas of the United Kingdom. And it was a particularly emotional game because of a story that was unfolding. Now, again, if you're an American, you probably don't know this story, but it really is quite gripping. So Emiliana Sala is an Argentinian football player, 28 years old, and he had just been signed by the Cardiff City Bluebirds, that's their mascot, for 15 million pounds. It was a big deal. 
And he had been playing in France, in one of the professional leagues in France. And on the 21st of January, he was leaving France after saying goodbye to his teammates. He was coming to Cardiff to be greeted by the team, to be welcomed by his new teammates. And unfortunately and tragically, the small plane that he was flying on himself and the pilot disappeared over the English Channel. Now, there were um, a search, of course, and some cushions, which they believed were from the plane, did wash up on the shore of uh, the French side of the channel. But it actually wasn't until today, just today, Sunday, that it was confirmed that the plane, the wreckage, was found. So at this point, it has not been recovered. So his body has not been recovered, but it is presumed that he was killed as well as the pilot in the crash. Well, yesterday was Cardiff's first home game since the tragedy. Now, they had played one game on the road, and it was quite emotional. It was in London, and the British, the London fans, it was uh, Tottenham Hotspurs, actually, supported the, um, the Cardiff fans, but playing away is not the same as playing at home. And I was very blessed yesterday to catch the opening um, of the the game and really actually watch most of the game because it was pretty slow. So for those who aren't familiar with soccer, you see this in the World Cup, but there's quite a bit of pageantry, so to speak, low-key, but formal marching of the teams onto the field and then they line up as the national anthem or anthems are sung and then there's an exchange of gear and a photo that's usually taken. There's sometimes children that accompany the players and it's a very formal and I think just a nice ceremonial way to begin a match. Well, yesterday it was really, um, really moving because in addition to what they normally would do, all of the players were carrying yellow daffodils, which are a sign of whales. Apparently that's a, the color and the sign of, of whales. And before the kickoff, um, bouquets of flowers, each team captain, the home team, the Cardiff team, and the Bournemouth visiting team, put a bouquet of flowers in the middle of the field. And that was very powerful. And then there was a a moment of silence. And I felt moved by this, just watching this and and witnessing this. I, I don't know the player. I don't follow the teams. I don't feel a personal connection. But... Grief, I understand, and the power of sports and the sadness that the Cardiff fans felt because they never did actually get to welcome this player who was going to be a star, really, on their team. But they welcomed him in another way with holding his jersey and the moment of silence and particularly moving as Cardiff was preparing to win the game. They won two to nil fans sang sing a song for Sala Emiliano Sala was his name and um, I was just really moved by the power of being present to a tragedy to a community to something larger than myself being present to it via the media via the television that the moment of silence that they were taking, I was able to take at the exact same moment. And um, 
I was moved by that. Moved by the ability to do that. Moved by how small the world feels with technology. Moved, of course, by soccer, football, international football, not gridiron, which we celebrated today, of course, with the Super Bowl. But the power of, of international football. And um, I, I, I just was glad and grateful to do that. And I felt God's presence in, in doing that. So I pray for the team, for the family of this young footballer who had so much potential and so much that he could have given to his new community, but will be unable to do that. But grateful that his community could give so much to his family, to the world, and to me personally, as I stood there watching by myself in the winery on Saturday. So when have you been moved recently by a tribute, by a memorial, by honoring one who has passed? When have you experienced that in your personal life or when have you seen that collectively or communally in the world? How have you experienced that and how has God been present in the midst of that? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.